0: Good morning and welcome to Journey Jargon. Uh, Journey Jargon uh, is a place where we talk the walk. I know you're supposed to walk the talk, but what we do here is we talk the walk in Jesus and make people aware of what it really means to live in, for Jesus to live in and through and for us and as us. And uh, what a blessing that is. And uh, today uh, I have with me Steve House and Katie Butler. Uh, and we're gonna sit around and we're gonna talk about the prayer of Jabez today. Maybe you heard about the book uh, a few years ago there's was written by Bruce Wilkerson and uh, uh so it's a it's a book that is really, really interesting. It was uh, it set the world on fire in the Christian world for a for a long time. A lot of people still use it today. So for for those of you who may not be familiar or have forgot, we're gonna pick it up and dust it off a little bit today. So I'm going to see if Steve will read 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, which talks about Jabez. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, "I I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you might bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. Keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Okay. Uh, the, the funny thing about this little snippet here is that First Chronicles, the first nine chapters of Chronicles is all about lineage, all about lineage. Uh, it's listing all the people in the tribes of Israel who beget who and who had who. It's just names that you can't pronounce. It's not the kind of book that you pick up and uh, just read just for pleasure. But right smack dab in the middle of all the names, we have this little snippet that tells a little bit about Jabez. Uh, And so one of the first things that jumps out at you is that his uh, mama named him Jabez, which means pain or sorrow. a lot of people think it means pain maker, sorrow maker. It's really not a good name because she bore him in pain. Uh, so uh, I think all women bear children in pain, especially back then when you didn't have epidurals and you didn't have drugs yeah. and you know you didn't have cesarean sections where they put you to sleep. You wake up with the baby. Uh, all babies are basically born normally or born in pain. But there may be more going on with her in uh, this little section than just childbirth pain. I mean, uh, this may have been another mouth to feed that she didn't have to feed. Maybe she was a single mom and maybe her husband had left her or maybe her husband had died. Maybe there's some painful circumstances surrounding Jabez's birth, so she named him Jabez, which means pain to live with that the rest of your life. I know, that's like a boy named Sue. With the, <laughs> yeah, with the, yeah, the Johnny know, Cash the, did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people don't understand that God in the Bible gives names that he expects his children to live up to. Uh, we didn't really know that. Uh, we named Clay, Clay after Wanda's father. Clay means in God's mold. And looking back on Clay, uh, Clay's life, God's been molding him for 40 years now. And, uh, you know, he's, well, I'm making it. Well, no, we're going to do this. So he's molding him. He's constantly molding clay. Uh, but Kia's uh, name means season of new beginnings. Wow. And that girl is always starting something new. I mean, she ran a marathon and never ran track. I mean, she was going to be a physical therapist and said, no, I'm not going to do that, so now I'm going to be a PA. and Now she's got a little organization, uh, you know, where she has sane bashes because she's got a Down syndrome kid and she raises money for charity. She's always got something new going on. Uh, but when you look at, at names, Elijah's name meant Jehovah is God. So every time his mama called him for supper, it reminded him that Jehovah was God. Jehovah is God. Come for supper. You know, every time he heard his name, he reminded Jehovah is God. How about Jabez? Pain! Come to supper. Pain! You're a culture of pain. I want to remind you, you're a culture of pain. What a terrible, terrible name for, for a person to be called Jabez, which means pain. And what would have been interesting is if we'd have known farther along in life if he did create pain for other people. But the story on Jabez is just those couple of verses, and then we don't see him anymore. We don't see him anymore. That's exactly right. And, you know, it's interesting you say that, Steve, because at, at the bottom, there, there's two ways that that last verse, may your, uh, may you keep me from evil so that I would not be hurt. You know, keep me from harm so that I not be hurt. Other translations say, would you keep me from evil so that I may not cause pain? So wow. there's two, you know, little situations there. But I think here's the thing that stands out about Jabez, is the fact that he was not going to let his name, his earthly physical name, choose his destiny for him. Mm-hmm. He... Well, I guess this is the way I am. It was gonna cause pain all my life and well it was me. He didn't do that. He said, Oh Lord, I don't want to live like this way. Lord, would you bless me indeed? Mm-hmm. You know, as people read that and they say, That is probably the most arrogant thing I've ever heard. Especially religious people, because in religion they say, You're supposed to bless God and you're supposed to bless others. How self centered is it for you to ask God to bless you selfish, okay. yeah. I know. It's just crazy but what we talk about here on journey jargon is we're trying to get people aware of what Jesus wants for us not the other way around you know we we say that that God did not create us to live for him you walk into a religious church and you say that it's like you absolutely crazy God did live; we only live for God We only live to serve God. Okay, okay. So we only live to serve God. Tell me, what does God need us to do that he can't do? I mean, how crazy is that? Like, oh, God needs me. (laughs) Yeah, he really, really, he made all of creation in six days without me. And if he needed me, he's crazy not to make me first instead of last. Because if he needed me, I could have helped him those six days, but he didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, no, we, God wants to live for us. Without me, you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Jabez here is not talking about bless me indeed. Oh, am I going to make my life better? I just want all the people not to know I'm a pep of pain. But no, that's not what he's talking about. When we ask God to bless us, and here's why I think Christians are living way beneath their privilege. When we ask God to bless us, what is the greatest blessing that we as children of God have? What is the greatest blessing we have? It's Jesus. I mean, it don't get any better than that. He is everything. We're looking at The Bible says we're made complete in Jesus. Complete means lacking nothing. What do we need outside of Jesus? Well, what does the world tell you? Well, you know, if you had a 65-inch TV, then you'd be happy. Or if you had a better car, or if you didn't owe any money, or if you had a lot of money. you'd be, no, bigger, house. Have, yeah, bigger, bigger house. Bigger house, you know. But all we need is Jesus. What Jabez is praying, would you bless me indeed? I want to know you. I want to be all you created me for, and I think you created me more than the cost pay. I think you did. I, I'm not living, I'm not living down to this life. I want to, this name, I want to live up to the name you got for me. Mm-hmm. So bless me indeed. So that I can know you even better. So I can know you even better. See, mm-hmm. that should be our prayer. Lord, I want to know you more intimately. And uh, I, I, I want to know, I want to be so sensitive. As Dennis Journey said, I want to live so close to you that when I die, I won't even notice the change. Wow. That's how close I want to live to you. And that's what Jabez is praying here. You know, Lord bless me indeed. And then he goes on and said, I want to enlarge my borders or my coast. My territory. My territory. Oh, so you want you want a hundred acres instead of twenty to build your house. No, 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 no. He's not talking about territory, expand borders. He's talking about his sphere of influence. And, and that's probably what we want to focus on in the short time we, we got today. Uh, we look at our world and we say Christianity just doesn't have any influence anymore. The church doesn't have any influence anymore. I mean, it was deemed non-essential during the pandemic. Churches couldn't open, but Lowe's and Home Depot and all. Church is not essential in our culture anymore. Uh, but I think part of that is is our fault because, y- you know, if you see a good movie, which you can't go to the movies now, they won't let you go to the movies. But I used to see movies that were just wonderful, you know. And I'd say, Steve, you and Katie have to go see this movie. Uh, it's it's probably the best movie I can't remember how long. It's and you tell everybody about this movie. And they go and they love it. And they go it. and they love it and they go tell them you got to see this movie. Here we've got the best thing in the universe, mm-hmm. Jesus living in and through it, and we never say anything about it. We never say, hey, well, Jesus is so wonderful, he loves me so much. you got, to, you got to know my Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. We don't do that. We just sit around because we're just supposed to you know, keep our mouth shut. He said, well, what, what am I supposed to do? You know, we're we're talking about how do we, as Christians, make an influence in our world today? In a world that seems like it's going crazy. Uh, well, I'm not talking about getting you a bullhorn and say, "Turn or burn," you know, you know, get right or get left. Well, I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about is we need to be a little more aggressive. Everybody you see is in some kind of pain. Mm-hmm. We're all J. You, you can't live in this world without some kind of pain, be it mm-hmm. relational, physical, emotional, spiritual. Everybody's suffering pain. Mm-hmm. And everybody is looking for a solution for their pain. We've got the solution. Jesus is mm-hmm. the answer. And we're not telling anybody about it. So well, how do we do that? I'm going to tell you how you do that. Uh, let's say you go to the restaurant. I always ask the name of our waiter, mm-hmm. our waitress, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. uh, there's nothing more precious to a person than their name. When you know somebody's mm-hmm. name, well, you know he cares enough about me to really want to know my name. It gives you an opportunity. Well, that's a beautiful name. How did you get that name? And they will tell you, and all of a sudden you kind of build in a little. More, you're connecting them with the mm-hmm. Jesus that lives in and through and for you, imagine. and so. One thing that we can take, we don't take it the step further. Uh, that waitress or that waiter has got something going on in their life that they need Jesus to answer. They don't know that they know Jesus. Some of them don't even know. But how do do we get Jesus connected? Really simple. It's non threatening. Uh, you just simply say, We're going to be praying for our food here in a minute. And, uh, is there anything we could pray for you about? In India, we got a missionary, Reggie, in India. Uh, It's basically Hindi. And the way they initiate conversations, they go through and say, we're just here to help you any way we can. Is there anything we can pray for you about? And that's how they get in. He said, everybody over there, whether they know God or not or whatever, yes, yes, you can pray. And they pray for that. They start building a relationship. They get Jesus connected with them. And that's how they come to know Jesus. Tons of I, I don't think I've ever had a waitress that I've asked that to, that didn't say, "Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, that did. You know, my child's in a new school, and I'm just really worried about him making friends pray. Pray. and stuff." Uh, great, great. And can we pray for you right now? You don't even have to look. You don't have to get them to sit down. You don't have to make a scene. You just say, "Lord, just just bless this little girl that's in that new school today. Bring her some friends that would." Bless her today, and calm her mama's mind today, and what a thank you to in advance for what you do. Amen. Well, thank you, Susie. That's that's really nice. We'll keep praying for. you Pray it all. I said expanding the territory. I mean, expanding your territory. You don't know that that girl may come out. She may give her heart to Jesus. She may have a child that she'll share Jesus with, and that child may become the next Billy Graham. You'll never see that. But if you didn't just ask her. That's not being real aggressive. That's not saying, are you going to go to heaven when you die? Well, let me tell you, here's how you oh get gosh. saved. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's just everybody needs prayer. They just need something's going on with their life. And that's not if all the Christians would do that. And another thing Christians need to do, you need to tip good. Those people haven't been working in a while. And they they need good tips, you know. Waitress, my daughter waited. She said the worst tippers are Christians coming in from church, they're the worst tippers of all. Yeah. She said the drunks would tip you more than the Christians would. And that's a sad that's testimony. True. You know. We're supposed to be the representation of Jesus living his life in and through us. And Jesus lavishes us with his love and generosity. And that's what we should be out to. Anyway, we're going to be teaching on JBS this Sunday, and uh, it'll be on Facebook, and, and we do have this podcast. If you will go to, uh, uh, what is it, Katie? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, and you search Journey Jargon, you can listen to all our podcasts, and Katie's made a wonderful uh, you know, logo for us, and uh, we're going to be doing these each and every week. We try to do them on Wednesday. and. Uh, We'll be adding to them, and uh, I hope you enjoy them. So subscribe to us, and yeah. they pop up. The reason we made this is that we do live videos and stuff, but you can't watch those going down the road. Here, you can pop these up, plug them into your car, Absolutely. you can listen to them going down the road. So, uh, but uh, thank you for joining us today, and uh, uh, God bless you. Be really sensitive. Uh, Jesus wants to do a lot in and through it for you as you today and listen to it. He speaks in a still, small voice. And when he does, just let him be Jesus in you. Awesome. God bless you for being here.